Hello and welcome back. I'm Laurie and this is Live Mindfully. In today's episode, I am talking overwhelm, what it is, how it impacts our bodies and my three tips to overcoming it. Let's get started. Hello, hello. I can't believe that only a few days ago it was Christmas. We had the most wonderful day and as it is Wednesday now, I am officially on the beach in Bribey having some much needed vacation time with our beautiful friends from Newcastle. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas also and that you too are chilling with family and friends. So today we are talking overwhelm which seems like a pretty timely topic because even though we are now three days post-Christmas, we are heading into the new year. And this usually means we have some time to properly reflect on the year that was. And I want to remind everyone that we did not start 2022 with a full tank. In fact, most of us limped into this year. We arrived in 2022 exhausted and we really didn't know what this year was going to bring. In fact, psychologists are labeling our experience of the last three years as the most traumatic collective event of our lifetime, which means we need time to process and heal from this. And hopefully as the year has moved on, you have started to bring some normality back into your life. And most importantly, you have started to slow down and rest during this Christmas period because we can't afford to start another year on empty. And if you have started to reflect on the year that was 2022, perhaps you have noticed the same thing I have in that we kind of went from these huge restrictions and not really seeing anyone to borders open, weekends fully booked and work charging along at a pace that even pre-COVID wasn't working for us. So you might be looking at the arrival of 2023 with an idea that you don't want to repeat some of 2022. And if you are currently considering your New Year's resolutions, Can I please encourage you to stop? I am not a fan. They simply don't work. And if I can throw some statistics at you here, by week one of the new year, 25% of us have abandoned them. This jumps to 36% after one month, 54% after six months, and 81% of us have abandoned our new year's resolution after two years. So it's just not a good long-term strategy. Instead, can I encourage you to come up with a word or a feeling of the year? And if you want to jump back to my second episode titled Make 2023 Your Best Year Yet, I guide you through the exact process I use to uncover my true feeling or word that makes the most sense for you. So let's jump back to today's topic. You know that feeling of overwhelm, right? The one where you can feel your breath starting to catch in your throat and your chest starts to feel tight and 
it becomes really hard to think clearly. This is your nervous system alerting you that something has become intense and hard to deal with. So basically, we may be feeling fine. And then an event or a series of compounding events known as stresses trigger a response in the autonomic nervous system. And the autonomic nervous system is a network of nerves that extend from the spinal cord throughout your entire body. And they control unconscious processes. These processes that occur without you thinking about them. Things like your heart rate, blood pressure, perspiration, respiration, and digestion. And the autonomic nervous system contains three anatomically distinct divisions, the sympathetic, the parasympathetic, and the enteric. And we really only focus on the first two because the last one, the enteric system, it controls things like blood flow and motor functions. But the other two you have likely heard of before The parasympathetic is our rest and digest, and the sympathetic is the fight or flight. And so when we feel like we are under a lot of stress, this is the part of the system that engages. So as an example, we've just had Christmas, and lots of us find the lead up to Christmas and the event itself quite stressful. And now we have New Year's. So these are what we would call compounding events. And once the sympathetic system engages, its role is to help you respond to immediate danger. The only problem is, unless you are in an actual dangerous situation, the engagement of the sympathetic nervous system proves itself to be pretty useless. And for most of us, we aren't usually in physical danger. So running away from or fighting the things that made us overwhelmed isn't going to solve anything. But there are things we can do. So the first thing we want to do to reduce this overwhelm is similar to running away, but instead it's walking away. Walking away from whatever it is that has caused you to feel overwhelmed. Whether that be an email, a text, a phone call, a person, a situation, you know, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is, you want to get up and change location. Step away from the device or the person. And if you can, you want to take yourself outside and into the sun. Vitamin D is so important in helping our brain and cognitive function, which is one of the many parts of us that becomes overridden when we're overwhelmed. And if there is no sunshine or going outside is not an option, then simply go to another room and try to choose one that makes you feel calm. We all have that space in our house where we feel really safe. So go there. The next step, and this is the only way to actually override the sympathetic nervous system, and fortunately, we all have access to this, is to breathe. So the second step in decreasing your overwhelm is to breathe. And you want to spend at least 120 seconds, aka two minutes at a bare minimum doing this. And I would recommend using a timer for this because when you are overwhelmed, 
time feels like it moves faster. So you're likely to feel like two minutes has passed when really it's been 30 seconds. And you're also likely to want to move. The mind and body hates inaction when you're feeling overwhelmed. You feel like you should be doing something to fix the overwhelm. So if you want to move, move. Sway side to side, shake your hands, do whatever feels good in your body. But make sure the focus stays on the breath. Slow, controlled, deep inhales and exhales. And the reason you want to spend at least 120 seconds doing this is because it takes 30 to 90 seconds for your unconscious and your conscious mind to adjust and process the information that has come in. So you need to be breathing for longer than the event that triggered the sympathetic nervous system response. And before we move on to number three, I want us to practice this together. The truth about any of these things that we do to anchor ourselves when we feel like we're untethered is to practice when we are calm. That way, it is so much easier to engage these practices when we are stressed. So we start by straightening our backs, sitting or standing up nice and tall. And my advice when you are feeling really stressed and overwhelmed is to decide for yourself whether you want your eyes open, gaze down or eyes closed. Just do what feels the most comfortable for you. And then we breathe. Take a nice deep breath in, drawing it all the way down to the base of the lungs as comfortably as you can. And then slowly breathe out through the mouth. Then take another deep breath in and slowly exhale through the mouth. So we want to And, you know, we've only done two breaths, which is about 10 seconds. So two minutes of breathing does feel like a really long time. And then at some point in your deep breathing, you want to bring the body back to stillness if you were moving. And then we introduce step three. And again, let's do this now. So step three is gently beginning to turn your head in all different directions. And personally, I find this works better with my eyes closed. But if you do not feel comfortable with your eyes closed, just lower the gaze and then allow your ear to fall to one side and then turn your head over your shoulder. Allow the head to fall back and then gently bring it forward and then over to the other shoulder. And while you're doing this, you keep breathing deeply, inhaling through the nose and exhaling through the mouth. Keep the shoulders dropped and keep turning the head, turning the head with the eyes opened or closed in whichever direction feels good and comfortable. And that's our step three. 
And the reason this all works together is because raw data from our senses is being sent to a part of the brain called the amygdala. And the amygdala is always taking in raw data from our world, pairing it to our memories, and then deciding whether we are safe. The amygdala is also known as our primitive brain. And it's the part of our brain that kicked off the overwhelm response to begin with. So it makes sense that it's this part of the brain that we need to demonstrate that we are okay to. And by turning the head in all different directions, it makes the amygdala think we are looking all around us. And you might be wondering why this works. And the best way for me to describe it is like this. If you have ever watched an animal at the zoo, in the wild, or even in your home, they rely heavily on the sounds they can hear around them to confirm their safety. And most animals can rotate their ears up to 270 degrees. And if you've ever watched, let's say, a rabbit, their ears are always rotating in all different directions. And the minute they hear a branch break, they freeze. And then they engage all their other senses to determine if they are safe. And so we are doing the same thing, only... Our ears don't rotate 270 degrees, so we use our head. And again, you want to do this for around about two minutes and then gently come back to center and open your eyes and you will instantly feel so much calmer and so much more in control. So let's go through the steps again. Step one, remove yourself from the situation. Go outside and into the sun. Leave phones and computers and even people behind. Step two, start to slow down your breathing. Set a timer and breathe deeply for at least two minutes. Five is better. And move your body if you need to. And step three, after three to five deep breaths, Bring the body back to stillness, keep breathing deeply, and then start to move your head in all different directions, nice and slow. And that's it. If you need to do these steps for longer, you certainly can. And I would also recommend once you're feeling calm again to think through what it was that triggered this event of overwhelm for you. Because it's really important that we play into reality here. You don't want to be engaging in this practice multiple times in a week. If having an overbooked calendar is what sent you spiraling, spend some time in your calendar and book out free days. Days that you aren't allowed to give away to anyone else. And truly, I mean, I mean, actually like book this into your calendar the same way you would book a doctor's appointment. I mark these in bright orange and they are booked in from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. And it's right there for me to see every time I open my calendar. We need days like this. Days like this for family or for nature or just to do the things that bring us joy these are your free days and you don't need to tell people you've done this. 
If they ask, you simply say, sorry, I'm busy that day. What about and give them an alternative date? And you don't have to explain yourself further than that. If it was a particular person who caused your overwhelm, once you're calm and safe and away from that person, think through strategies on how to avoid that kind of overwhelm in the future. And if that person always creates overwhelm for you, start to create some distance. Something in them is triggering something in you. uh, And until you figure that out, you need to protect yourself. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. This little podcast is growing each and every week, and that is wholeheartedly thanks to you. If you have enjoyed today's episode, please give me a little follow and a five-star rating. I would be so, so grateful if you could also share this episode across your socials and with your family and friends to help me reach an even bigger audience. The next time you'll be hearing from me, it will be 2023. I can't believe it. I am so pumped for 2023. If you want to jump back to make 2023 your best year yet and do the word feeling um, exercise of the year, you won't regret it. Sending much love to you and your family for a wonderful new year. I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Until then, take good care of yourself. Thank you.